0: I'm Liam,
1: I'm Jim, I'm Chris,
0: this is the experimental podcast covering our Disney adventures.
1: Each week on Upkoda, we are recapping and rating the attractions we experience at the most magical place on earth.
2: But today is special.
0: In fact, it's our Christmas special. This episode, episode 14, The Muppet Christmas Carol.
2: Before we introduce our guest and talk about what is arguably the greatest feature-length Christmas movie of all time, what are the best (laughs) ways someone can follow this podcast?
1: The easiest thing to do is to subscribe to Epcoda on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Whenever we have a new episode, it'll be right there waiting with with all your other favorite podcasts. And while you're on the page subscribing, you can give us a rating, or even better, write a review, which helps other people find us.
0: Plus, you can follow Epcoda on social media at both Instagram and Facebook. If there is something you'd like to hear or have a question you'd like us to answer on the podcast, You can message us there.
2: Christmas is a time for family, and we're really excited to have some of our family joining us as a guest host this week. Joining us from the Show Me State is Jim and Liam's aunt, my sister, and one of my favorite people in the world. I hope so. (laughs) She is. Please welcome Sherry Hunt, a.k.a. Aunt Shishi.
3: Yay! Hi! Thanks for joining us. Hey! Thanks for inviting me on. I am a big fan of EpCoda, so I'm excited to be a part of it.
2: Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. We're we're big fans of you. Yeah, and you know, I'll give a shout out, Asher, our my nephew, the boys' cousins. He's right there too. He's <laughs> he, in the scenes. Yeah, he just
3: wants <laughs> yeah. to see the the yeah. podcast how it goes. Yeah, yes. My <laughs> oldest kid is is joining us, and hopefully, going to be able to be uh, a little quiet, but excited. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, before we before we dive into the Muppet Christmas Carol, Shishi, can we ask you a few questions on our ep questionnaire? Absolutely. Okay, what is your first Disney Park memory?
3: So I'm pretty sure um, the first trip that we took as a family to Disney, I don't remember. <laughs> Actually, no, I know that because I argued that it didn't Yeah. <laughs> no, I was, I was alive, but I don't remember it because I was too little, so it didn't um, count.
2: It wasn't the first trip we took as a family because you weren't born
3: yet. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm, um, what am I
2: saying? You just said this, the first we took as a family. So
3: gotcha. You weren't okay. a family until I was born. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind of um, but the first trip that I remember, I remember loving it, but the two things that really stuck out, one was eating a turkey leg. Because <laughs> we almost always got turkey legs, and at that point it was like bigger than my head. And I remember just being overwhelmed by trying to finish the turkey leg. I also remember that you and Taylor screamed on Splash Mountain on the way down and the <laughs> water got in your mouth and you were both like, this is the most disgusting water I've ever had. Oh, like we were life.
2: spitting it out and stuff like yeah. that. I yeah, do the, that.
3: <laughs> the water was so gross and y'all for like 30 minutes had a really bad taste in your mouth. Um, <laughs> But then the other thing that I really remember is the parade because I got to sit on dad's shoulders and just being in awe of all the things and just thinking it was the most beautiful thing ever.
0: Also, my dad has a, another brother. I'm just gonna it's Taylor, oh, who Taylor yeah, is, yeah, yeah, that's who yeah, we're yeah, referencing. Yeah, He'll
2: be on a future episode. He will? Okay. Oh, absolutely. Okay. It's funny, my one of my first memories of Disney World is sitting on dad's shoulders watching the electric light parade yeah, at night.
1: He does that with lots of night things, like fireworks too. He 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 does that for that's those true. you
2: you've sat both of y'all have sat on granddad's shoulders to yeah. watch different things.
3: And yours. He helps out the, the, the kids that are that are for shorter.
1: I was about to say, I don't think it'd be a good idea to sit on Granddad's shoulders anymore, but yeah. Probably
0: no, not.
2: No, not.
3: anymore. Uh, all right. What is your favorite Disney park? That is a really tough question. And I'm gonna say... Uh, okay. <laughs> it's a tie between Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Mm. Because I just love the like moment when you walk in and see the castle. It's just such a nostalgic, wonderful moment. But then... I love Epcot. All of the countries are just so much fun. I've always loved Epcot. I'm going to probably say Epcot just barely above Magic Kingdom.
2: I mean, both of those are really good answers. Mm
3: -hmm. What is
2: your favorite ride or rides at Disney World?
3: Favorite ride or rides? I'm a big fan of Space Mountain. I don't even particularly know why. I just really like it. And I also really like Test Track. I think that is a very creative ride. Um, Like, it's super fun, but it's also just really creative. So, I see your approval, Liam. Thank you. Yeah, I love Test Track a lot.
1: Who is your favorite Muppet?
3: So, in general or in the Muppet Christmas Carol? Both. Because it's a different answer. Hmm. I would say, overall, my favorite Muppet is Fozzie. and Muppet Christmas Carol, I would say Rizzo. Okay. Rizzo is firing jokes left and right. <laughs> he is He is real authentic. And so, yeah, he makes me laugh the most in Muppet Christmas Carol. Nice. Okay, I'm just also okay,
2: want to say who you're my
3: f- favorite Muppet. I have two Muppets
0: that are in the Christmas Carol, but they're, they don't have very many parts. You got Ralph
3: mm-hmm. and mm.
2: Yeah.
3: But in the Muppet Christmas Carol... It's Gonzo. It's Gonzo. Gonzo, that's a good one. Asher asked if he could say his favorite.
2: Absolutely, go for it, Asher.
0: For um, the original um, show of um, Muppets, um, I'd say Gonzo, and for the Muppet Christmas Carol, I'd say Fozzie. Mm.
1: All right, all right, Jim. Would you like? Would you like to go? My favorite Muppets overall are are Rolf and Fozzie, and in the Christmas Carol, probably Gonzo.
0: Aha! We're the same, Jim. We're the same. (laughs) (laughs) All
2: Shout out to Statler and Waldorf. All right, Liam's got one more question.
3: What is your favorite Christmas Carol? My favorite Christmas Carol, as in song. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, Holy Night. Yes. Oh, Holy Night is my favorite Christmas Carol. It's a good one. It's well. I won't uh, try not to be too much of a nerd. (laughs) No, Mm -hmm.
2: this is a place for nerds, Sherry. It's
3: a nerd. Very poetically and theologically rich. and musically, it's got some of my favorite musical elements.
2: Sherry studied music in college and is a very talented musician, just to throw that in She can there.
0: play the violin. She can
2: play the violin beautifully. She can sing beautifully. Now let's dive into the history of this holiday classic. For Distry, there's a lot of facts that we have about The Muppet Christmas Carol, so we're just going to go lightning round with them and give you a bunch of the behind-the-scenes history of this great movie.
0: There's a lot of them. Yeah,
2: there are. Okay, according to an interview with The Guardian, Brian
1: Henson called a meeting of The Muppet Brain Trust after his father unexpectedly passed away. The question was whether they should carry on with, without their founder and creative leader. According to Dave Gulls, everyone said that they felt like this was their life's work and they would like to try.
0: Brian decided to do an adaptation of a story to differentiate the work from his father. Originally, the film was supposed to be a TV movie for ABC before Disney decided to turn into a feature length theatrical release.
2: Which is really funny. To, do you, I was going to ask if you remember us seeing this in theaters. You were three, so... I okay. don't. Yeah. It wasn't, we didn't see it until after Christmas. In early drafts of the movie, well-known Muppet characters were to play the trio of ghosts who visit Ebenezer Scrooge. Robin the frog was supposed to play the ghost of Christmas past. Ooh. Miss Piggy is the ghost of Christmas present, Ooh. and either Gonzo or Animal as the ghost of Christmas yet to come.
3: I would love to see a version where Animal's the ghost of Christmas.
2: Because <laughs> the ghost of Christmas yet to come doesn't talk. Like, that's his whole thing. So, like, <laughs> I feel like Animal would just be like, <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs>
3: that'd be amazing.
1: Just yeah. Animal pointing. <clears throat> <laughs> as screenwriter Jerry Joel became more in- enamored. With the with the prose in Dickens' original novella,
2: the movie shifted from an outright comedy to the movie we all know and love. Yeah, so apparently it was supposed to be a lot more like hijinks and winking and not taking things as seriously. Yeah.
0: In fact, it was the love of the Dickensian language that led Jewel to make the author a character in the movie. They decided to go with the most unlikely character to play Charles Dickens and landed on Gonzo. As the
2: uh, roughly 95% of Gonzo's lines in the movie are direct lines from Dickens.
1: Love It Christmas Carol was Brian Henson's direct, directorial debut at the age of 28. Michael Caine was stunned when he discovered that Henson had never directed before.
0: Speaking of Michael Caine, according to the Guardian interview, one of the first things the actor said about Playing Scrooge was. I'm going to play the movie like I'm working with the Royal Shakespeare Company. I will never wink. I will never do anything muppety. I'm going to play Scrooge if it as if an utterly dramatic role, and there are no puppets around me.
2: And that was the right instinct.
3: Yes, like yeah. I, 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 I knew that, and that's what sells it. Is he yeah. just played that so earnestly?
2: He really yeah. does. And I honestly, feel like
0: after every scene, he like laughed his head off.
2: <laughs> he may have. Uh, I have said before, Michael Caine deserved an Oscar nomination for doing such a dramatic, mm. heartfelt role was he sir around yet? Muppets.
0: Was he, sir, yet? I don't know if I'm the sure same, sir, Muppet Muppet sir for that. Mm.
2: The movie was released on December 11th, 1992. It was directed by Brian Henson. From a script by Jerry Jewell, Paul Williams wrote Rainbow Connection and other songs for the Muppet movie, returned to write the musical numbers.
0: A rainbow
1: can like I- Mar- like like Scrooge, Marley and Marley, and One More Sleep Till Christmas. Yeah, like all the all the musical Which numbers. Which we did sing. a
0: parody song about in um the three D Muppet Vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did a parody Rainbow parody. Connection. Yeah, yeah. Rainbow
1: Connection. Yeah. Okay, the eighty six minute movie stars Michael Caine, David Goles, Steve Whitmere, Jerry Nelson, and Frank Oz. It's only eighty six minutes. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Okay. It's breezy. Yeah, it's yeah. not The movie is dedicated to him to the memory of Jim Henson and Richard Hunt. Wait, who's Richard Hunt?
2: He was another Muppet performer who died shortly before that. How? I think he did uh, Scooter. Uh, he pa- he passed away from complications from AIDS, I believe.
0: Now it's time to share our thoughts on the movie in our adventure.
3: Muppet Christmas Carol is my favorite Christmas movie and has been for a very long time. Um, Growing up, our family's main Christmas Eve tradition was just to read Luke chapter two and then play the carols that fit throughout the song. But then sometime, I don't remember how old I was when I started insisting that we watch Muppet Christmas Carol after that. But it made sense because of the song. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. You should watch it on Christmas Eve. Like that just... That's perfect. And so at some point, I started insisting we do that. That is a tradition that I still maintain. Um, We... Both work at church, so Christmas Eve is a really long day for us. But no matter what, when we get home, we put on jammies, we watch Muppet Christmas Carol. The kids sometimes make it all the way through it, but not always. But it is one of my all-time favorites. I especially love just the dynamic that Michael Caine brings. Like, we've talked about the earnestness, but then the music is fantastic, too. Marley and Marley, One More Sleep Till Christmas. Even the sad song that gets cut out for different streaming, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. I even like that one with the the
2: song put back in.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was the song that his fiance sang when they were breaking up. And at one point it got taken away or taken out or cut out for like the TV run and then put back in. As a kid, I also thought that the ghost of Christmas past was one of the most beautiful children I'd ever seen. Now I think she's kind of creepy looking, but (laughs) I don't know why as a kid I thought I want to wear that floating white gown. I wanted to be best friends with the ghost of Christmas present. I wanted a big hug from him. Um, I also really wanted to have Sam the Eagle as my teacher. Um <laughs> it's he just seems amazing and the the part where they have to whisper in his ear after he says it's the american way and then he says oh it is the british way it makes me laugh every single time um and i was rightfully terrified of the ghost of christmas yet to come i remember thinking if gonzo and rizzo were out then i should be terrified and i think that was a very effective cinematic choice that they made there what is
2: your favorite um song in the movie if you could pick one
3: Probably after all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. Um, I like that there is a penguin Christmas party in the middle of it. I mean, does it get any better than a penguin Christmas party? I don't think so. But I sing that song all day on Christmas Eve.
2: I I learned just yesterday that at the end of One More Sleep Till Christmas where Kermit sees a shooting star, that's a callback to the Muppet movie where Kermit sees a shooting star. And it's like a nod to Jim Henson, which I didn't really um yeah one more sleep till christmas is probably our favorite too like it is on our family's christmas playlist so we listen to even though it's not one more sleep till christmas until the 24th we still listen to it a lot during the holiday season
3: yes i i usually like start about now singing it with the accurate oh yeah because
2: you can say three more sleeps till christmas and it's very seamlessly
0: it (laughs) works. it It works. True. That that's matter. true. After all, there's only seven...
2: Anything else that's, like, your favorite part of the movie or anything like that?
3: I I have a lot of favorite parts of the movie, <laughs> but one of them is uh, where they're trying to get over the, the fence. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> where they'll he left his jelly beans and he, oh, like, yeah. just crawls under it and he's like, you could do that the whole time! And he's like, yeah, but I think... <laughs> And then I also the the when Rizzo says mother told me never to eat singing fruit, I just that one also always makes me laugh. There's a lot of really, really good moments. And I really like when the they say no cheeses for us, Mises. I like that they force the word mice to rhyme and turn it from mice to Mises because I think we should have more fun with the English language like that. So Agreed. The
0: English language is already broken. It doesn't make any sense. Let's So just,
3: so let's just play with it. Yeah. Yeah, let's just have a have a fun time with it. Yeah. All right.
2: Jim and Liam, how about y'all? Some of your favorite parts uh, of the
0: movie. Okay. So, let me start with my favorite song. Probably uh the song the beginning with Ebenezer Scrooge.
2: Oh, the, there goes Mr. look yep, 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 Okay. Yep, yep.
0: <laughs> and probably my favorite, one of my favorite scenes in this is where there's that choir of Muppets that are like, "I'm sure he's not that mean," and, and then walks past like, "Nah, <laughs> nah."
1: Yeah. Like there must be some good inside. Nah.
0: I used to actually not like the movie because Marley and Marley scared me, and the Ghost of Yet to Come, and I also didn't like that the Ghost of Christmas Present died i guess i don't know if it's he, true
3: he kind of does he does he disappeared that, that would yeah that made me cry as a kid
0: also that you know robin you know little tiny tim. tiny tim you know he he dies it's i cry every time
2: it is i
0: cry every
2: time tiny tim is very sweet in this movie i love
0: tiny tim, tiny tim.
2: what about you jim it's muppet so like
1: it's, it's so like it's so funny like what we're talking about like the thing with scrooge Sam Sam Eagle, Rizzo, Gonzo, it's all really funny. Statler and Waldorf are hilarious. In the scene with Fozzie, he gives the speech like, thank you and Merry Christmas. They're like, that was the speech? It was boring. It was pointless. It was short. We loved it.
2: (laughs) Speaking, Speaking of the Fozzie scene, going back to Michael Caine playing this completely straight down the middle, one of my favorite line deliveries is, this is... Fozzie Woog's old rubber chicken factory. And he says it like it's the most normal thing any person could ever say. <laughs> like, this
3: is a very typical business venture in the 80s. Uh, exactly. Industry. Totally normal.
0: But like Aunt she, she said, one of my favorite teams is saving. It's the American way. It is the British way. <laughs> uh,
2: and also, uh, I like just all of the different references to... Gonzo being an omniscient narrator and, like, knowing what's happening in the house while he's outside. and Yeah, it's like it's like Scrooge searched his rooms.
1: Hey, 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 how do you know what's going on? I'm the narrator. I know these things. Yeah, right. Eventually, Scrooge had to light the lamps.
3: Ding. How does he do it? <laughs> Down at the beginning where he says, I know this story like the back of my hand. And he's like, <laughs> hey, get. And he's like all right, there's a mole on my thumb. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Not the hand,
2: the story. I still, to this day... And the other stories probably wouldn't work at all, but I I just want Gonzo narrating A Tale of Two Cities and Great Expectations and all the other Dickens novels.
0: Yep. I think it would be funny if, if Gonzo like, narrated Elf. <laughs> yeah. If Buddy was, um, what would Buddy be? Like Kermit, maybe? Maybe. Fozzie, Fozzie. Fozzie, you know. Um, <laughs>
2: okay.
1: Normally, well, this is where we do the Did You Get Sick segment. But this week, we're going to ask: Did you get
2: Christmasy? I did. Does yeah. this movie make you feel Christmasy?
3: Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's, a Christmas it's not gonna make you feel sick. So, yeah. did it make you feel Christmasy? It
0: did. Yeah. Wait, what? What? What kind of question is that?
2: <laughs> All right.
0: We already sung this movie's praises, <laughs> but it could but could it be any better? This is what we're going to discuss in bless it up. Bless it up, bless it up, bless it up. Does anybody
2: have ideas on making this movie better?
0: Um Animal Being one of the ghosts.
3: <laughs> I don't have any ideas of how to make it better, but I would like a Disney plus like short series about oh. the lives of the rats that work in Scrooge's office. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the I am Groot yeah. shorts, yeah, like that sure. type of thing about their individual lives. Ooh, How they yeah. go about so, the day and now, stuff like that. I would,
2: love that idea. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a great idea, and I would definitely watch that. Yeah. I mean, we're,
3: we're big fans of the I am Groot shorts. Yeah. Um so not me, I have skipped on those. I don't. You're skipped on. Well, Finn and Adi are, but yeah. So I think that would be a lot of fun. Right. Well,
0: I, I would, I'm just gonna say if another. I mean this this isn't with the movie, but if. Like Dad said.
3: If they did other stories.
2: Yeah, yeah. Other is, Muppet. I mean, because Muppet Treasure Island is great, too. So any um, other Muppet adaptations is
1: great. Oh, that is, nice.
0: uh, Dave goes also live. Yeah. Is he still Gonto? Mm-hmm, he is. Good for him.
1: Is he the only like original Muppet actor left? I th- think so. I
2: would need to double check that.
1: And now it's time to give our Coda scores on Rate It. Today, the scale is slightly different, but for my personal benefit and yours it still must be explained. It's 0 to 10, 10 being best holiday movie ever and 0 being I would rather suffer through one of Kevin McAllister's traps in Home Alone. Okay, what's everyone's score?
0: Ten. Ten. Ten.
1: 10. 10. 10. 10. I think we've all Ten.
2: agreed. 10. This is this is in my humble opinion the best feature length holiday movie ever. And it is not Christmas if you don't see them up at Christmas Carol. That's maybe yeah. a logically fraught statement, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I love this movie, though. This is—it's such a good and joyful movie. It's funny. It has a wonderful message. Yeah.
0: Yay.
3: Any, any
2: other thoughts?
0: Go so. Gonzo.
2: <laughs> Gonzo.
3: Okay. Gonzo. Right. Gonzo. I, will, I really love how like the message of A Christmas Carol is a very good message. And this makes it much more approachable for kids and families because there's a lot of adaptations of A Christmas Carol and like there's a ton of them. And, you know, great book and all that stuff. But for the most part, for kids, they're it's not, not, very not as accessible. And so this is like, oh, yeah, we can actually enjoy this and get the really great message. But also, it's really funny. So I like that a lot.
0: And how people, I, and them up its act and it, it make, are very funny. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
0: they act like different characters. Like, you know, some people can't even know who they are. Yeah. I also like that um, they added Marley and Marley. Because normally there's just Just Marley, Marley. but they had Marley and Marley.
2: All right. Our Zoom is about to close down on us. So, Siri, thank you so much for being, joining us on this. It is, first of all, just wonderful to see your face. But two, just to talk about this very fun movie that I know that we both love.
3: Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you.
2: Thanks for being with us too, Asher. All right. Jim and Liam, how y'all close it out?
0: Thanks for visiting us at Upcoda. If you liked our show and haven't yet subscribed, give us a follow. Plus, feel free to give us a rating and a special on Apple Podcasts write a review so others can find us. We have new episodes each week.
1: We are taking next Tuesday off for Christmas break, but we'll be back the following week for the first of our two-part wrap-up of Disney's Hollywood Studios. We'll talk about the Upcoda scores, the attractions we missed, and what we'd do at the park if we could visit it again.
0: And then the following week, we are going to put on our Imagineering hats and share ideas for new attractions at Hollywood Studios. We have
1: such good ideas. But that'll be, (laughs) (laughs) yes we do, (laughs) that'll be in 2024. Have a Merry Christmas.
0: See you next year.